You found true friendship <laughs> in lizards. Welcome to the Bridgeline Podcast, episode number 15. I'm Tyler. Welcome to the Bridgeline Podcast, episode number 15. I'm Tyler. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. Schultz is having a lot of problems with his brain today, apparently. Oh, I thought... We just witnessed it. He totally froze and forgot <laughs> his name. with Tyler, Ryan, Brian. Nope. We always do me, Tyler, you. Brian, Ryan? Okay. Yep. Like I said, his brain has been malfunctioning for the better half I'm of hurting, 29 man. years. I'm hurting. You're not even on oxys well, either. I'm on ibuprofen, though. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I'm on ibuprofen. It's crazy, Your man. Your brain's all fucked up. Yeah. It is fucked up. All right. Well, let's get some promo out of the way real quick. We got a bunch of pre-orders right now. Some cool stuff. We got War on Women, their self-titled album, Bridge Nine Debut, coming out February 10th. We have Alcoa Parlor Tricks. That's coming out February 24th. And oh, the yeah. package deal is pretty sick. It's a little bit different than some of our usual stuff. And also, kind of coinciding with that, we got a B9 Warehouse show where Alcoa, Aviator, and James Carroll are playing. From so Mend. you can pick all that up from B9Store.com. Bart. We also have Caravel's Octave Split. That's a 12-inch split. It's out now digitally. But it's set to be released March 3rd on vinyl. Um, we also got Gallows, Desolation Sounds. That's coming out April 14th. Yeah, those are all of our pre-orders. Other than that, we get Calendar we've been talking about for a little while, which is really tight. Coincides with our 20-year anniversary of being a label, or our 20 years down of being a label. You can get that free with any order of $30 or more. Or you can just pick it up for 8 bucks a pop. Also, real excited to announce, we got two new signings that we announced this week. Woo! Schultz, you said you wanted to talk about that? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Wow. Why do you got to be a dick, Ryan? Go ahead. Go! After the fall, upstate New York, punk trio. Uh, their new record's pretty tight. That's called Dedication. It'll be out on May 12th. They're putting out a teaser 7-inch first on a paper and plastic with two songs from the record that... uh. Carl Alvarez from The Descendants plays on. Also features backup vocals from Chad Price from All and John Snodgrass. They're putting out that 7-inch on April 7th, so you can pick that up from Paper and Plastic. If you like what you hear, which you can hear the title track from the record dedication now uh, for, on SoundCloud. If you like that, pick up the 7-inch and maybe, you know, we'll have pre-order LPs, LP pre-orders for you pretty soon. Uh, also, we announced this past week, Modern Pain, hardcore band from Texas. They're uh, recording their new LP soon after putting out a 7-inch on 6 Feet Under last year. Uh, they're they're pretty, sick. They're pretty tight. You're going to love it. Cool It's kind of like, kind of has like an old school feel, but it's like heavy and fast too, which I is was cool. thinking they kind of combine stylistically like mid-80s hardcore with like mid-2000s hardcore. Accurate? You think so? Yeah. Kind of. So, it almost has like power violence parts sometimes. Yeah. I know that's probably not what they're going for, but especially with like the old school sound, it kind of... Ends up sounding like that a little bit, which is cool. Yeah. You like it. Heavy. You like it, I'm sure. Good. Excited to see how that turns out. So check those bands out. Give them a Facebook like, et cetera, et cetera. Buy it. Well, nothing to really buy yet, Tyler. We'll buy everything until that's out and then buy that. Okay. But yeah, you can check all of this out at b 9 yep. or bridge9.com. 
you can get from one to the other pretty easily. So we got some good stuff. We got a lot going on. Speaking of a lot going on, how you feeling, Chelsea? You're recovering. At this you? moment, a week after surgery, right? Yeah, a week and two days at this point. You were moaning at your desk earlier, so I don't think you're doing too well. The pain comes and goes. You're very dramatic. There's a little pain of pulse of pain in my abdomen. It's not. You do do this thing where you close your eyes and you look like you can see your gums and your teeth, and you go, ah. Yeah, you're doing that. It sounds like an exact good uh, Uh, impression. Yeah. It is pretty accurate. That's yeah, what, that's that's what I sound like. That's like pretty straight much. up what he does. Pretty much. It's what do you think you do then? Well, it's more like a. Uh, <laughs> that's that's worse. It's honestly, gruffer. it's gruffer. It's manlier, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a manly uh, noise. You're not feeling too good, though. Men don't right feel now, pain. I'm okay, I'm in a good sitting position. Got you, that ibuprofen working for me. You were hurting real bad earlier. Yeah, it was it was rough. Has the pain caused you to cry at all? No, no. Who cries over pain like past their twenties? I don't know. I figure past if anyone did, maybe you. You did. Yeah, I figure you would because no, you're pretty soft. I just no, make, he's I, manly. Remember, you I just, just make clarified. the noises you accuse me of and uh, curse a lot. Fuck! Ow! Ow! Stop! Yeah, that's that's the noises I make. How's the uh, the swelling doing? Last time, last time we saw your your wound. Well, it was you guys, huge you guys like black. to see it every day, so you you watch the progress. We're just trying to check in, make sure you're okay. Yesterday, Schultz showed us his dick at lunch. Very true. You threatened me to take it out. <laughs> That's I mean, not true. You locked the door. <laughs> that was said, not the situation. That was not the situation at all. No. You yeah. pretty willingly you guys, showed it to us. You, you guys just were wanted insisting to. upon seeing my penis. That's not true. Making sure it's in work. Okay, working flaccid well, order. We still don't know if it's working properly. No, but did uh, it look okay? Let's let's touch upon the erection problem that we There's were no facing. erection problem. Well, last week you couldn't get <laughs> there erect. Was. I could get erect, I just didn't want to. That's but not true. That was Jeff case. pointed out in the last podcast from RFC. It's you have no real no real desire to have sex or like get Did he say that? I thought he said yes. like no, it ends up being that you can't. I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying. No, that's not and what he said. And didn't Ryan do research and said, like, yeah. there's a bunch of people, testimonials, like, my husband hasn't been able to get hard in, like, yes. years Yes, but now. these were people in, like, their late 40s or early 50s. And Does it matter? How, wait, I think how, these do were, know, how do you know that for sure, said though? so. And I, I think these were, like, r- rare cases or, or whatever it was. It's, it's, it's more about the desire I, don't, I didn't have or still don't have to some extent rather than the ability I, 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 can, I can get erect. Did you get erect? You claim to have gotten erect at work the other day <laughs> when I was sending you material. You were streaming me pictures of, of nude alternative models, <laughs> one after the other, fire, firing them away on GChat. Boom, boom. And how did it make you feel? Well, it, you're my friend. You wanted to. You wanted to make sure my penis was working, so I allowed myself to just get in the moment. And look at the pictures and yeah. I have to admit, I, I don't believe this. You I don't straight believe up, don't I think believe. you were because that wasn't as right on the heels of Ryan showing you the information that look at all these guys who never were able to get hard again because yeah. of this. It didn't make me that nervous because these were testimonials from like old people. They weren't all old people. You read one that said they were like forty. Now you're assuming they're all old people. That's kind of old. That's not old. You're pretty much 40. Pretty much 29 is pretty much 40. Yeah. Yeah. Insanely far off. If you're in second grade, maybe. It had nothing to do with their age. It just had to do with the surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think age has anything to do with nerves. So it's just a coincidence they got the surgery and all of a sudden their erectile dysfunction kicked in. Their surgery was fucked up and like they 
you know, they fucked up I don't up think it's fucked up. I think this is just a symptom. It just happens to some guys. You can sit there and not believe that I'm able to have an erection. Uh, I, I know that I have it and I'm doing fine. Have you become erect since? Yes. Since, when did you become told erect? You, I tested it out this past weekend. What does testing it out mean? Masturbating, Ryan. You masturbated. That's testing it out. You masturbated? I, I wasn't necessarily in the mood, but I wanted to make sure it was all in working order. So you order. forced yourself I didn't to masturbate? force myself. I just went through the motions of a normal thing. and well, you, didn't, you weren't really feeling it? So this wasn't, you're testing it out to make, what part were you testing out? Just to see if you could, could come to completion? Erect. Yeah, I got erect to come to completion. Did Test you do it? it? Yeah, Did it was you document fine. it to make sure? How was the erection? Document? Was the erection strong? It's for my own. It? Yeah, was it a strong, full, healthy yes, erection? It, it wasn't it was. as strong, though. Yes, it was. I find that hard to believe. Especially if think, you weren't in the mood. I don't, I think this is all Either way, it seems to be working. Nah. You think this is all a lie? Yeah. Yes, I think because you're scared shitless of never getting erect, an erection again, and you want us to believe that you're all good. Yes, you're fine. yes, yes, yes. I think Until that's it. You, I see it for myself. I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to allow you to live in that doubt then for the rest of your life. You just have to. This weekend, if you manage to have one, you can show it to us. Yes, like, like take, a, take, it, yeah. take photographic take a evidence. Picture. I'm not going to do that. Aren't you going to have a few opportunities this weekend? I might, yeah. What are we doing this weekend? Visiting Charles? a girl I'm romantically involved with. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Tell everyone what you're doing exciting. this weekend. One question at a time here. That's exciting. Ryan. That's not a question. That wasn't a question. One statement at a time here, Why don't Ryan. we tell everyone what you're doing this weekend? Everyone knows what I'm doing if you've listened to the podcast <laughs> enough. That's well, not true. Not really. Visiting a girl in Pennsylvania. You're staying with her family, right? Yes, because that's where she lives. It's a big deal, meeting the family. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal, yeah. You think they'll like you? Your last long-term girlfriend's she parents said despised you. She didn't, they shouldn't they despise They thought you were a me. weird scumbag. She said <laughs> they did. <laughs> she said if she likes me, her parents will like me. So I'll be fine. You think there's a chance you'll fuck it up and do something really weird? Like what? I don't you know. Check like, out her like mom's clog, ass? Yeah, like clog their toilet or something and just like leave it? <laughs> what is, is a classic like... Comedy dating movie, yeah. or you'll be jerking off in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not gonna jerk like off the, in the, the bathroom. Dad, the, house. Like the grandmother Are you walks in. Insane? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the grandmother walks in while you're jerking off in the bathroom. This sounds like American Pie three or something. Why, would, why is that such an insane thing to say? Because I'm not gonna jerk off at house. <laughs> why not? <laughs> what would I need to do? Don't that? you want to prep for something? You haven't. You're afraid you're gonna pop real quick, so yeah. you're I'm not gonna exactly. pop real quick. I think you're definitely going to. You've been on a commission for a while now. I'm in slight pain. I'll, it'll probably help if anything. You think it'll help? Oh with yeah, the you put yourself in weird, painful positions to last longer, right? You remember the thing <laughs> he was leaning back? <laughs> yeah. He arches his back and sits on his foot or something, so then it hurts. So then you last longer. Distracted by the pain. That's one way to there keep go. it going. It works, right? It does. So then it's not pleasurable. It just hurts. What's the point of even doing it at that point? So he doesn't pop. I don't so, like this so phrase, he, pop. <laughs> pop. So he doesn't pop. You're going to jerk over the bathroom so you don't pop. <laughs> pop <laughs> that's a classic technique. <laughs> bathroom. That's a classic technique. Yeah, I don't think I mean, that's that crazy. You're going to jerk off on her father's yeah. favorite tie. He <laughs> <laughs> keeps his ties oh in the God. bathroom? Yes. Yeah, because you haven't gone in a while. So it's like a big... It's a big release, and then, oh shit, they're hanging up to dry on the, the towel rack. His ties are hanging up to dry <laughs> yeah. on the towel rack. It's his favorite tie. What it's a Mickey, Mickey Mouse tie that he, got, yep. that he got on his college graduation night. He wore it to the big job interview. 
Exactly and you fucking you ruined it. Yes. So you're not concerned about about um, your your little pecker? There's no pecker. What about concern. the whole situation? That's just one part of it. You haven't become erect in weeks. I have become erect. It's a fact you have not. And on top of that, you have like an open oozing wound on your body that also has a lump. That is true. Can we explain what's going on this? on your lips right now? Yeah. Oh, the lip? The little scab? No, no, no. I was talking about the... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the, I guess that, that can describe Ryan multiple things two, that's going on with Ryan your body. is dying to jump right into this. <laughs> you have two, two oozing wounds oozing on your wounds. body. You have the oozing wound above your cock. Neither oozing. The one above your cock is black. The one above my cock. It has band-aids cock? all over it. It looks like a bruise. It is a dirty anything. bandage <laughs> t- keeping it together. It's just medical. It's like medical tape over the stitches. That's but what it. If she, what if she wants to do a little oral play and then her like head's bouncing up against your your weird bandage, dirty bandage? I have to allow those to fall off at their own leisure, Ryan. So we'll work around it. You can't it. just rip them off. Let's rip them off on air. Can we? What? Can we Wait. rip off your bandages on air? What do you rip off? The, the bandages? Bandage. Wait, you're supposed those are just supposed to fall off? I don't Yes. No. I don't know. They're, it's the medical tape holding the stitches. You're so supposed what's, to you're what's supposed, supposed to, to fall off. You're supposed to just allow them to come off and like lose the adhesive. The tape? Yeah. I don't know about that. I think man. it's like don't they have stitches that like disintegrate eventually? Yeah, that's part of it. I don't think the you I don't think the tape is part of that. You're not supposed to just let it yeah, come off. No, that's what they and said. And that's when you know you're good to go. Yeah. This is a strange doctor. When the tape is too disgusting and dirty to stay on the your body anymore, seen, you'll be good. I'm supposed to. I, I'm, I'm almost certain I'm allowed. I'm supposed to allow that to fall off. Maybe not, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Because they said those like the white uh, like cloth. What do you call it? Gauze. gauze. The gauze. Yeah. The gauze. gauze? The gauze you take off myself when I got home, and then mm-hmm. allow the things under to fall off by themselves. Wait, was there tape holding the gauze there? It was like a clear like. It was almost like saran wrap type stuff, but it was like it, was, it had an adhesive on it that was holding the gauze on there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's not. Oozing. Can we talk about your other oozing wound? It's not oozing. It's not really oozing. It's just a scab at this point. Your your face. What is it though? Can we explain what's going on? It's a scab on my lip, Ryan. Do you have herpes? <laughs> yes, I have herpes, Ryan. How did you get it? Why Why are you going to try and shame me for it? I'm, I'm just asking you. how you got it. It's not the sexual kind. What kind is it? It's like type two or whatever the type whatever two. Didn't you say you got it from kissing your aunt? <laughs> yeah, you I said, probably you got it from said your aunt. You did say gave you were kissing your aunt when you were younger. That was like the first thing I found on Yahoo Answers when I was trying to. Sometimes out. your aunt kisses you and it gives you herpes. What did you? What did you Yahoo? What did you search on Yahoo Answers? Could my like, aunt have where given the fuck me did I get herpes? <laughs> because obviously I had gotten it way before I lost my virginity, so it was not a sexual thing. Wait, why is that obvious? You've had it forever? Because I've been dealing Just with these long? cold... Because oh. I get periodic cold sores. Usually a virus comes out when I get stressed out or something. Are you stressed? Or when the weather changes. Do you think you got a herpes outbreak because you were stressed about the, the erection? Surgery? The erection? No. Not really. Not when you, I wasn't ever stressed about the, the erection, Ryan. I, don't <laughs> I think you. you were. I think you were panicking. You stressed pretty too. easily. Yeah, but that was not a concern. You're playing this off way yeah, too I cool. I think you're still cool. very concerned because whatever, you have not been. Whatever you want to believe, man. It's not a matter of believing. It's just the facts. <laughs> the fact, yeah, yeah. The fact is, I know my penis is in working order. I don't. Um, where, where were we? Herpes, right? Yeah. Yes. Let's get back to something. Which so I probably which just aunt? shared a drink with somebody who had an outbreak. Yeah. When which I was aunt? Young. Which aunt gave you herpes? It's not an aunt. You said it <laughs> was. Not, 
I, I probably said that Wait, as a was joke. was it Nanny? Yeah, when place. I first met you, you said, yeah, probably from a kiss of my aunt when I was younger. Yeah. You were trying to play it off I like it was cool. I had no idea where it was from. And that was the first thing I found on the internet telling was me. Was it like a tongue kiss? What? Or like a, just a peck? Dude, I probably shared a drink with somebody who had it. That's it. Who do you think it was? I have no idea. I've had a, a lot of friends throughout my life, as I'm sure you have somehow. Just think about it. <laughs> think about it. Who could it have been? I have no idea. What if one of the bullies from from growing up purposely gave it to you? I shared a drink with him? Yeah. yeah. I, I did, don't think I would share drinks with people forced, who picked on me. You know, you used to go around kissing people, remember? It could have happened all the way <laughs> back then. That was a one-time thing. <laughs> that was, that's dangerous behavior, though. Yeah. Especially that was a one-time... You said it happened at least a couple times, didn't no. it? That was just once? Really, like a one-time that's, thing. That haunted you forever, though. Sure did. <laughs> what, what, what was your nickname? <laughs> weird and weird things up. when you were eight years old. I feel no. like the age is always changing. You said you were like five at one point. Now you're eight. That's not even that young. I think I think he was always around seven. Eight. Were you no, eight? seven? No, he, seven. I want to say you're eight. Wait, you were eight. Okay, you're eight. Doesn't matter. Is it third grade? Yeah, it was third grade. So I would have been seven just before I turned eight. You, you could have been eight. What? What? Like? Because no. I remember thinking? it was like fall two thousand three. What were you thinking uh, when you were chasing nineteen ninety three? Chasing boys around trying to kiss him. What? What were you thinking when you were chasing boys around trying to kiss him? I was probably thinking this is a funny troll, and they were know. freaked out. Of course. You think you've always had like you've just been smarter than everyone else, and no one's in on the joke? Maybe, yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. What did What did they end up calling you for the rest of your money, career? Money to tell the audience, Ryan. I'm asking you. You know what it was? I don't remember. GL. GL. Wait, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was gay. Gay. That was one kid saying it, but the more popular one was GL. Is GL. it just GL? Yeah. Which stood for Gaylord. Gaylord. <laughs> <laughs> and they called you that up until when? Until we parted ways. No, and then you saw them again so, at like a show, and they was, tried to fight you over. It was it. the one guy who tried to fight me at over a half heart show, right? <laughs> can you please? When we were, can you please explain this story? Because this is very, very good. This you, stu- you obviously you? scarred this person for life. Yeah. So you, one of the people you tried to kiss in the jungle gym, you saw at a half heart show, correct? Yes. And explain what happened. He recognized me. We're both probably 22 at this point. I haven't seen him in 15 years. He said, what's up? Insert homophobic slur. Mm-hmm. And I looked and there he was. I was like, oh, hey, man. And just walked away. And then he kind of started like calling me out. What did he say? Was trying, he- trying to goad me. <laughs> he was like really aggressive. Wasn't he like, people don't forget that, man. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. What did he, what did he like, say? It's like, yo, man, that was some fucked up gay <laughs> shit you did back then. <laughs> how old were you? Or how, like, and how old was he? He was probably a year older than me, so I was 22, he's 23. So this is a 23-year-old man harboring things that happened when you guys were eight years old? Seven yes. and eight? Yes. And he's that upset about it? Yes. I don't what, know. what did you say? You must have really fucked him up then. I tried walking away, but I was getting pretty heated. Maybe you gave him the herpes, and that's what's so fucked I was like, up yeah, about man, it. Yeah, man, good to see you too for the first time and. In- 15 years peace and that was it have you talked to him since then i was like, I was like you can't can't forget about that huh <laughs> and his friend who had who was much younger than him and wasn't in our class and didn't know us then like chimed in what, what did, did he, he say, say? <laughs> you don't forget about that shit man <laughs> he's just repeating him yeah he was his cronies yeah it was weird cronies did that shake you up a little bit yeah, I wanted to fight him, but he was all like weird and jacked. He kind of looked like Carrot Top. 
you, you made him question his sexuality, That's so he true. turned into a weird bro. Yeah. Weird homophobic He started bro. lifting weights nonstop. He did and joined a fraternity. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Hardcore fraternity. You. you changed his life. He would have never gotten in shape if it wasn't for you. I'm glad I can inspire people that way. It's true. And they called you those names up until you left high school? He yeah. was in his mid-20s, early 20s. A, a bunch up. of them, a bunch of them ended up being in, in like a bunch of classes I had in eighth grade and seventh grade, so I had to like deal with it all over again. Was it bad then? Seventh grade was a bad year. That was the worst year. Contemplated killing myself several times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh did you really? Yeah, just in seventh grade. Seventh grade. What was how bad was so the how bullying? old I've been? Probably twelve. Jeez, you want to commit right? suicide at twelve? Like straight up, like you were really considering it? Yes. Did you have any like plans? Like actual plan. How are you gonna through? do it? Suffocate in a plastic bag. Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! You really hate yourself, I know, that's dark. Oh my god! <laughs> kids are like, making what my kind life. of what kind of a bag? That was, like a that grocery was the, bag. That was the heightened of of me being bullying, bullied. What happened? What would they do? It's the names were every day. Like same what? thing. GL. Yeah. I got flagged at one point. What do you mean What's flag? flag? What's flag? It's when they just come up to you and pull your pants down in front of the whole class. Pants? That's, that's yeah. called being pantsed. In in where I was from, they, so, where did your underwear come off too? No, they pants no, you. Did you? Did I don't you? Know. There was just something about it being that was really embarrassing to me. But was your dick poking through the little like boxer short no. hole a little bit, just no. like the tip of it? No, no, just me standing in my underwear though. That was that's embarrassing. Well, it, at that oh, age, it was pretty embarrassing, I guess. What did you do about it? Now I'll show you my cock and <laughs> my face. Obviously, you're cool now. Yeah, <laughs> you're confident about yeah. your body. You're comfortable. It's true. I bet they don't do that. They're too insecure still. Probably. It's true. What did you do when they pants you? You just pulled them up and sat back down? I punched one of them in the face. You did? Yeah. Wow, right. I didn't like know during you during the you pantsing pant- thing? No, as soon as it happened, I pulled them back up and just punched one of them in the face. What did, did they, they turn into a brawl? Say? No, he, I think, I, think like I was such a, like a soft little nerd that it barely affected him. Uh-huh. What else What else? And I actually happen? punched the wrong person. It was, I punched the person I thought did it, but it was actually someone else. Classic. Wow. But either way, I was the one that got in trouble and had to stand in front of the class and... Pants, then the teacher made you take off your pants. <laughs> yeah. Classic uh, I punishment. Was, I, was in, I was in like timeout for the rest of the, that period. Timeout in seventh grade? Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. I don't think they punish you like that in seventh grade. I, I don't know. You I just get to, detentions or I just had to sit, or some sit shit. next to the chalkboard and do nothing for the rest of the class. That's a bad year. What was else it, did it they was do just, to you? Yeah, it was just the names. Just mm. the names, the pantsing. Names, the constant. I don't know. They just felt like constantly harassed about it. Did That's they, pretty sad, honestly. Yeah. I'm sorry. You wanted to suffocate yourself in a plastic bag. You must have really resented yourself. Uh, it's uh, it's not that I hated myself. I just hated the, the situation I was in. What Couldn't did, escape uh, it. What did, what did your mother think? She did didn't you, know about any of it. You didn't tell her about the bullying? No. What about when she saw plastic bags everywhere? Yeah. I don't think I was collecting plastic <laughs> bags. Well, she's going to know when she listens to this episode. The teasing and the bullying. Why, why was it the plastic bag? I don't know. You don't think there would have been a more efficient way to go out? There were probably some laying I was around. probably thinking about hanging myself, too. Oh, wow. God. That's Either dark. way. I don't know. You freaks want to talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, know, I, I didn't know yeah. it was going to get this dark. I, know, yeah, I never <laughs> knew this about you. I, tr- I really thought I knew everything about you, but I, I like it. It's good. Did you ever have a day where you're like, this is the day, the plastic bag's going no. on? No. Thought of it. There was no, like, serious actual attempt. Was this one the hat full of... Um, Lizard started? Probably around this time. They became your friends? Maybe that's what it was. 
your way out. They saved your life. Did we ever talk about? I don't think we ever talked about the lizards on the podcast. <laughs> Did we not? <laughs> no, I, it's no, no, confusing because no. this is where we eat lunch too. So yeah, like, yeah. people are gonna I think can... we're talking about real lizards though. Can we explain? <laughs> well, we're not. The, we're, we're not lizards. lizard friends. I used to collect rubber lizards. And where would they live? <laughs> Just in a pile on my dresser. But sometimes they were in my cat in the hat hat. Yeah, you'd carry them around. You, they were good luck because those, those hats were trendy to wear back in the. <laughs> Just clarify. So you had <laughs> mid to um, late nineties. Did you feel this is a cat in the hat hat? One of the red and white striped ones. Yes, like an, like an exaggerated top hat. Yeah, that you would fill to the brim. It's not filled to the brim. How many were in there at a time usually? I mean, they were small rubber lizards. I only had how like, small? I thought they were like time? big, like realistic lizards. Oh fuck no! So they're like little, like one two inch long lizards. Yeah, they're more like newts. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a lizard. I don't know. They were they were lizards. I mean, what do you call like like a but but like one of those little like chameleons. They were all things. like small ones. Yeah, I only had like at any given time I only had twenty of them. In the hat. In the hat. How many did you have on your dresser in the pile? Well, the, that was the pile. I'm oh. saying that like if but I was the extent of them twenty. Sometimes, what, sometimes what sparked I, your interest in sometimes these Sometimes I want to bring them out. I don't were know. Were they like I a no specific idea. brand that you would always buy? I don't know. I had a weird hoarding, like collecting mindset when I was younger. Why would you carry them in the cat in the hat hat around? It was convenient. <laughs> it seems know. like you could carry them in something else. Did you wear it on your head with the lizards? <laughs> yeah, in the no, no. <laughs> if I ever wore the hat, which was rare, <laughs> <laughs> the lizards were not in the hat. <laughs> I need to see it's you in this hat. Do you still have the hat? There's no way I still have the hat. <laughs> Ever wear the hat? There might be some old fucking Polaroids of me or whatever. Oh my god, I need to see that. I would pay an infinite amount of money to see you in that hat. Really? Yes. I'll I'll see if my my mom has pictures of me. God, I love that. Those could have come back. I feel like those could come back in hardcore. You get the bucket hats, then you get those. Good, yeah. 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 Although I don't remember those ever actually being a thing. You, know, you get them at the like people. a carnival or something. Yeah, like, you never you... really wore them. I don't know. <laughs> you did. And you you carried around your lizards in your hat until you were 14? At least, I think. You were definitely said you were high school. 12 to 14, probably. It's a little old. For that. Where would you bring them? Yeah. Just anywhere you went? Was it like a safety blanket? Well, my mom would go run run errands. I'd mm-hmm. be bored, so I could play with the lizards. What would you, you do? play with yeah. lizards would, at fourteen? What would you do with them? Thirteen, maybe. You should be having sex and shit at fourteen. Is that what you were doing? Yes. Straight up, he I, was. I was. I almost had sex at fourteen. Almost. What happened? Is the the thing from last time with Alina. The, the cousin? Yeah, the, the cousin that touched stop. your cock in the car. That sounds weird. What? <laughs> no, it's the friend's cousin. Jesus Christ! So it's your cousin that gave you a hand job in the car next in front to their of Danny dad. and over the. Well, pant. there were like five guys driving the car at the same time. <laughs> over the pant, not to completion hand job by your cousin. You almost had sex with her. <laughs> no, not cousin. How Jesus. did you almost have sex with friend's her? cousin? Because I think she wanted to do it. How do you know? I don't know. She was. She was. She seemed to be hinting at it once we were alone in. My friend's attic. Like what she said. You say. got shook though. You didn't want to do it. I was you, shook. You were probably mad so shook. Dad was downstairs and she had a so? boyfriend back home in Florida. Fuck that. So? That's sick. That's hot. I don't want to get beat up by by an angry dad, man. Not at 14. Yeah, he's not going to get beat up. He'll get, he'll, 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 he would get arrested. If you got to risk that shit. Up. I didn't want to risk it, man. Why not? I don't know. My perception of it was I'm going to get my ass kicked. How would he? You, why was it even a guarantee that he would find out? And either way, like even if he found out after the fact, he's going what down to Florida? You said mm-hmm. it's a perfect situation. 
Your life could have been a whole lot different if you if you had fucked that day. Did you have the lizards with you then? You could have fucked, but instead you decided to play with fucking lizards. How would you play with them? No, those two have no correlation or same age. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with. How did you play with the lizards? What would you do? (laughs) Yeah, give them all names. What were some of the names? Don't say you don't know. You got to remember some of them. I think I named them after hockey players at the time. Like who? Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) Like that? Yeah. Who else? Yarmir Yager. (laughs) <laughs> you ever younger lizard? <laughs> <laughs> no. To, actually, no. I think it was like these weird random names I, I came up with. Like what? Like, <laughs> this isn't one of them. This is this is like an idea of like what it would be like. It was like If you were going to name them now? Michael Goodman. Michael Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> so they were just like, regular like white guy names? This is Michael Goodman. Meet your yes. friend, Ben Stein. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. What kind of, and that's, well, you would name them. So they were like personified. Yeah. And then what would you have? Like, would you do like tea, tea with them? I don't know. Games or something. Like what? Like you would play hockey with yeah, them? How do you play with fucking lizards? I'm you struggling to remember the specificities of it. The what? Specificities of it. What? The details. Okay. <laughs> so we got Michael Goodman. Is he the leader of the group? <laughs> I think that was, I think that was like a, a leader or something. I don't so know. Michael Goodman was the leader <laughs> in the hat. Uh, I think I need to be put under one of those like weird psychological like trances Suck or whatever. The information out of yeah, you to like really remember the details. Like this Goodman. Is, what kind of things ago. would you do? Would you what situations would you oh, put? This them is in? like seventeen years ago. I can't remember. Like, how do you play with lizards? They're not even real. Do you like pretend to like fight? I don't know. I would like flip them. Do like a heads or tails type thing and keep track of statistics. <laughs> what statistics? You would just what measure how often they would land on one oh, side or the other? You you jog my memory on something. I think I had, took measurements on them too. Oh like, my god! You did like, the most abnormal like, things with no, these lizards. The you would flip like, them and then see. Like this one had the, had the biggest width. This one had the longest length. What was wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you do that? It would be so much more normal to just be like, oh, it's Michael Goodman here. It's, it's Carlos. How are you guys doing today? Like, that would be so much more normal than measuring them and taking statistics on how they land. Body, body statistics. I think I took those. Stats. Yeah, that's some scary shit, man. <laughs> know, Holy is, shit. That is disturbing. Nobody, nobody in the world knew about this, by the way. I would just do this on my own. And you, would you keep track of all these stats? Yeah. So, like, how big was Michael Goodman? <laughs> That's the thing. Michael was Goodman he the wasn't leader one, because he was like good That wasn't size, actually but, one of the names. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right. giving an example of what a name might be like. Can you try to think of a one name? You've got to remember at least. There had to be like your Goodman. favorite Honestly, one. I don't remember. Where did you keep the statistics? On a, like a loose leaf sheet of paper. But like where? On my desk or something. But like how, I feel like you do that once and then you have the stats. Did you go back and see if they like grew or something? That was like one of the games I would play, like longest length, Michael Goodman. <laughs> what? <laughs> longest length. It was like an awards ceremony. <laughs> the award for longest fake lizard goes to Michael Goodman. <laughs> what an honor! <laughs> I did some ridiculous shit. Man. Oh my I God. guess so. You were in high school while you're doing this too. At twelve. You said you, you were, were 14. 14. You mentioned 14 I multiple times. I still had times. them, but I didn't. I don't think I was doing as much weird things with them. What were you doing? I kind of just like sat there on a desk. Here and there, you would go and just measure Michael Goodman, make sure he didn't grow it, grow it out. I right? know. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? It bro? was a one-time thing. It doesn't sound like it. That's what stood out. It sounds like you did that kind of often. 
What else would you do? I gotta know. I don't remember. You could tell us a story, and then we still end up finding out more and more sick details about it. This is great. (laughs) Didn't you say they won your your dad like $50,000 once? They were lucky. Because I considered them lucky. They were your lucky Lucky lizards. lizards. It it was $10,000 in mall gift certificates. That's pretty sick. That's not bad. Yeah. Lizards of luck. Did they ever bring you luck? Lucky lizards. No. I think so. How so? I don't know. You just said you wanted to suffocate yourself in a uh, plastic bag. But I think those are what brought him out of that dark place, right? You found the lizards and you're like, this is this is my purpose. You found true friendship in lizards. <laughs> it was just me being, quote unquote, creative. Yeah, with very creative. Strange things that I had. When did you see like the first lizard and you're like, that's me. That's who I'm going to be. <laughs> the guy who collects rubber lizards. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Did you get one at like a dentist office? I feel like that's what they would give you when you leave. I think we were just at like a toy store or a hobby store and they had all these like different rubber lizards and I was like, shit, I'm this really is kind of cool. This. Yeah. Yeah. So I started buying one and then a collection grew. I'm into it. Were they all different? I think one of them was definitely named Harry. Harry? Harry something. Truman? Yes. I named one of them Harry Truman. <laughs> Harry Truman. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Did he look like Harry Truman? No. But I named one of the lizards Harry Truman. Why? Yes, I definitely remember that, actually. Michael Goodman. Wow. You miss Harry Truman? I, I don't know if Michael Goodman was, right? was one of the names for sure. Harry Truman was absolutely <laughs> one of the lizards' names. That's sick. I like that. You Harry. miss your lizards? <laughs> what? You miss your lizards? No. Did you, like, <laughs> throw them away one day, or you just, like, they kind of got lost? They got lost. I bet Bonnie still has the lizards. I don't know, man. So quickly you traded lizards for blow-up dolls. Yeah. What was like your next thing after that? Did you not have the next a thing? thing after the lizards? Yeah. Blow up dolls. No, that was like what eighteen? You said in the blow up doll? Hockey cards. Hockey cards. That's blow up doll normal, wasn't a collection. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing. You guys, you got, you got to bring this up every episode now. What? I think that's like you though. Like the blow up doll is like your thing. We're talking it's about things thing. that you played with. It lasted for like three weeks. Yeah, you so it with no, I collected hockey rock. cards probably after that. Well, that's not as exciting. You ever put a baseball card in your in your bike and then it sounds like a motorcycle? No. I think it's supposed to sound more like a motorcycle than that. It's supposed to make the cool clicking noise. Kind of, I guess. No, I didn't do that. What did you do with the cards? Did you measure them? I didn't measure a card. <laughs> They're all the same size. Except for the special die cut inserts, of course. Yeah. No, I just separated fight. I just separated them by them fight. <laughs> <laughs> I put them in binders separated by team and and drew the lo- the team logos with colored pencils. Pretty tight. I still have them. I I got to fucking so creative back. I got I got to sell this shit. Yeah, my dad. My dad actually came home. Actually, it might have been over the weekend. I was at my parents' house, and he came home with um, these drawings I used to do. And it was must have been around like 1998 because it was the Godzilla movie that came out. <laughs> I like drew Godzilla, and then I drew like the logo. Sick. And I also drew. The Lowell Lock Monsters, their logo, (laughs) (laughs) which was the Lowell, like, single A hockey team. Yeah. The progression of the logo is, it's funny, like, it's funny because, like, some of the, like, the first, I did, like, the first, like, 26 teams or whatever, and they're, some of them are so horrible and, like, lopsided. Like, your progression as an artist? Yeah. Like, like, most of them are terrible and lopsided and everything. And then, like, there were some expansion teams Mm -hmm. that the NHL added, like the Nashville Predators, Columbus Blue Jackets around that time. I did their logos, and those were so much better. That's when you hit your stride. That's when I hit my stride (laughs) and drawing hockey team logos. Yeah. And it's funny because they're so much better than the other ones. Pretty sick. 
Going back to the bullies, though, did you ever, like, fantasize about killing them in your head or anything like that? I'm sure I did. Getting revenge? Sniping them? I'm sure everybody did, yeah. Who's everybody? Everybody who has been bullied in their life. What would you think about? I don't know if I actually, like, fantasize about killing them. That seemed, like, a little too You put the bag over their head instead of yours. Yeah. Nah, I don't even think about it in, like, that, in those terms. You ever have a hot teacher? (laughs) Yeah, haven't we all had hot teachers? Yeah. I feel like I didn't really until I got to high school, though. High school English teacher was was pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. What was her name? Miss what? I couldn't. I don't remember any of my teachers' names. I was trying to find one of my high school teachers recently. I was thinking about hitting her up. Elementary and middle school is... Well, elementary is easy to remember because you only had the one teacher. True. First grade was Rudick. Then I think Richter. Then... Or Zeman? Maybe Zeman, then Richter. You then sound Mc, like alien names. Then McGreen. Then Moore. I don't think I... Remember any of my high school teachers? What about Miss Prebinson? I don't remember any no, of my high school teachers. Oh, I know, high school, never mind. I know middle yeah. school because they were all like weird characters. Yeah, and we had school. them for so long; they yeah, were always high there. School, I have no idea. I don't. I can't. I can't think of any of them. Yeah, I remember would, a handful of my high school teachers. Period, so you would see them for like forty-five minutes a day, and that was it. Not just that; you just had so they were always changing. Sometimes, yeah. like like every half year, you get a new teacher. Yeah. So then, high school was high school better for you in general? Yeah. A little bit. No more bullying? Except for that one kid who would, remember, take my sandwiches. And yeah, then he took your lunch, demand right? Demand a dollar or two for me what to get So he back. would take your food and your money? Explain to me what he Well, he'd take the food and then hold it ransom for a dollar or two. Oh, shit. So I didn't to, know he did that. I'd have, I'd have to buy it back, essentially. Damn. That's like Damn, some that's mafia sick. shit. I like that kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's quite, the, that's quite the hustle. Yeah. I mean, he Respect. Pro- probably only did it three to five times, but felt kind of shitty. And he was just bigger. Why did me. he stop doing it? What? Why did he stop doing it? Because you cried one day? No, I just, I don't know. You just gave up? You got bored? Maybe Would you without hesitation just give him the money? What? Would you without hesitation just give him the money? I'd wait a second and he would still like sit there like looking at me with the sandwich. I'd wait like a full minute, two minutes would pass by and I'd go, well, it seems like I'm not getting my sandwich unless I buy it back. So I guess I'm just doing that. Oh my God. So you would actually buy back the (laughs) sandwich? That's fucked up, man. Yeah, it happened a few times. right. Damn, you got walked all over. I think he was just getting money to buy cigarettes, too. You rollerbladed all over your cock, man. I know. Classic. I wouldn't put up with that shit now, though. Are you, you sure? Wouldn't? What if we started doing that? I'll beat the shit out of you, too. Would in you? Second. Yes. Both of us? You're at a little fucking hurt, probably, man. Probably not at the same time. Especially not now, my condition. When you're a weak spot. You attack me, I just hit you right there, and you're Yeah, and when I'm fully recovered, seconds. I'm going to slash your brakes. Slash his brakes. I don't think that's something that people do. I combine slash tires with cut brake lines. I'm going to cut your brake lines. That's going to be you beating the shit out of him. It's going to be him dying. That's not true. Wait, why am I dying? He's going to kill you for taking his lunch. Taking your lunch? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to die. What? Wait, so you're going to take my lunch? That's what I said. No, you're not, Ryan. I will come after you. You. you are. You always take things too far. You always take things too far. You guys so, instigate yeah. everything. But, so uh, we can take your lunch if I and you're going to kill Ryan. <laughs> like a, I'm not literally going like to kill him. Man style I'm going to take the lunch back. Accident. And use excessive force if it's not given back. Excessive <laughs> force. Excessive force. You're going to beat him with a nightstick. Try me. Take his lunch. You're shaking. Are you just nervous? No. I'm, what if I smashed your mug? I'd be pretty annoyed. Would you? What would you I'll say? I'll smash your laptop. Then we can't do this podcast. Is, wow, what a world. That, do you think that's fair? You smash a mug, smash a mug a that you got for what, free? No, it's not fair, but I want to make what? your life a little more miserable than you just made mine. You would be miserable if I broke this mug? 
No, but that would be a little fucked up because then I have to clean up glass and I don't have a mug anymore. You don't need a mug. You just drink water out of it. That's porcelain anyways. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need just, a mug. You don't drink water out of mugs. Well, I don't drink coffee, Ryan. So why do you have a mug? It was sent to me for free. Don't use it. was a nice it. gift. Drink tea. Throw it away. I'm not going to bring tea to work and start Give it to brewing. Someone at home and drink Where am tea? I going to brew tea here? There's, There's tea bags right there. All you got to do is microwave some water and put some yeah. tea in it. I'm not going to. That sounds like a whole endeavor. It's <laughs> an endeavor? Oh we have a coffee bring, machine and a curing milk, machine. Brewing tea. You don't need milk for almond tea. Almond milk for tea? How do you, how? you can. That's like southern like sweet tea, but you don't need it. You just drop the bag in yeah. the water. And maybe a little sugar if you're feeling it. Yeah, just say I, it. It's I can't have tea without some sugar It's weird that you exclusively drink water out of your mug. What's it to you? That's How does it affect up. your life? It's, it's disturbing. disturbing. It's just weird. It affects Why my it life. Weird? It disturbs me. Then I think you need to get into the habit of minding your own business a little more. I do mind my own business, but it's, it but invades my space. when you see someone drink face, water out of a porcelain mug, I it get disturbs very you to the nervous. bones. Yes. <laughs> kind of. I, I think that's a personal, and I get sounds like a personal problem. It's not. You're a threat. Sounds like you have some unresolved issues. I feel threatened when you're drinking water out of that mug. Threatened. Yes. I feel unsafe at work. <laughs> it's true. I create an unsafe space with my water consumption from Very the mug. Very much so, yes. All right, then. Throw it away now. <laughs> maybe Thank we'll, you. Maybe we'll discuss this later. Good well, talk. That was a good talk. We learned a lot about Schultz. That's a good talk. Yeah. We're an hour and a half into the podcast Schultz, now already. wish you the best of luck on your weekend journey. I genuinely oh, do. Your herpes goes away, and I hope your cock functions properly for and the I first hope, time in a few weeks. And I hope it goes well. So for the more... Uh, the more serious side of this this discussion this week, we want to talk about hardcore punk labels that have changed over the years, mostly like long-standing ones who started out pretty much putting out straightforward hardcore or punk or something in that realm, and then uh, kind of strayed from the path a little bit as their tastes change or or whatever the case may be. We thought that'd be a cool topic to roll with. Hey. Um, I figured following up from last week, we wanted to mention this. Run for Cover, I think, is a cool example of that. Yeah. Our boys, who we just uh, hung out with last week, they pretty much started off as, like, most people now know them as, like, I don't know. What I kind of music kind of, is that? Yeah, like, emo, indie. Miscellaneous, emo, so, indie. They have a couple of pop punk bands. New grunge, alt, pop punk. They get, yeah, they kind of, I guess just, it's still punk, you know? I guess they're in more punk direction than they were when they started, I guess. Yeah. Which is a good way to sum they it had, up. These days, the California hardcore band Jeff had mentioned, Sinking yeah. Ships, This Is Hell, yeah, Crime and Stereo. Like it's fun. I didn't really know that until kind of recently. I checked back like their discography and like all of their early releases were all like hardcore records. So yeah, it's a small it's few, cool. but I mean, they still like. It's funny. I feel like Run for Covers bands fit in well with hardcore bands. A lot of hardcore kids like those bands, and they they play together and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it works out. It's not like a drastic change, but it is a a change, no less. Well, so we got Chelts. Well, there's of course Victory. Victory, yeah. Victory, it's a pretty huge one. Yeah, they were uh, put out put out a lot of good hardcore records at one point. Snapcase or Earth, yeah. Earth Crisis. I feel like they were almost like the '90s hardcore label. Yeah, they helped like establish like metallic hardcore almost too, yeah. at least in like its more modern form, like integrity. Yeah, so much of those bands. I think Damnation AD put out at least some records with Victory. I think. They- Strife. Yeah, damnation. I have a, I have a da- old damnation eighty seven inch. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. If, they did like their like newer record. Yeah, they did probably. like seven or something. But um, either way, like if you pick up like an old like victory like sampler, it's like 
like all of the classic like 90s hardcore bands like i don't know i feel like it's you wouldn't even think of it now them as like a hardcore label no. at this point with, with the exception of terror I think yeah terror is the only hardcore band yeah and i feel now. like terror is almost only you almost only teamed up with them because like terror is a big band now so like they support each other well but they have metal bands and then more of like the modern metalcore stuff that's like yeah. really big and lots popular. of really random stuff you never heard in your life yeah. that's the thing anything anytime victor has to do signing it's this crazy yeah. thing i've never heard of in my life but i can't tell it's like theatrically I mean, I'm obviously electronic heavy band. That shit. So, yeah i don't know if it's maybe it's huge and they're making a shit i feel like it's not it. i feel like at least the few times i've seen i think they take a band that like they just think they can make big and just work with it. And I don't know, maybe it works. Maybe every time they touch something, it turns into gold or something, but I don't know. Yeah, I think when Victor straight away from hardcore, like, like early mid two thousands, it worked out pretty nicely. For yeah. Them. And they have like taking back Sunday. And, like, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Hawthorne stuff, Heights. Stuff Hawthorne like Heights. Silverstein. Yeah. Atreyu. Yeah. They had like the biggest of those bands. I mean, some of those bands got really big. They were on like the radio yeah. and stuff. So worked out. Granted, everyone knows that victory has a pretty, Weird reputation. There's lots of beefs with bands and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. who knows? Who knows what's really going on there? But they also started like the past couple of years. They like started putting out or like signing like new metal bands. Remember, there's yeah. like El Nino and yeah, um, yeah. there's some other band too. They started working with those bands too. So strange. Uh, definitely, I feel like they're probably one of the most drastic changes. I guess yeah. on this list, yeah. probably. Equal Vision. Equal Vision. On a similar tilt. Yeah. Because they had 108. Uh, did they have, what youth crew stuff did they have? Floor Punch, right? Floor Punch, Floor yeah. Punch stuff. Oh, Shelter, right? Yeah, they put That's out a lot, a lot of hardcore well, who, stuff. Who, who was it that started Equal Vision? It was someone, I think it was someone from Youth of Today. Yeah, I think it was someone from Youth of Today. That's what always comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, I think he might have sold the label he did at some point. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. But, like, they, they started off as kind of doing that kind of stuff, and then they kind of did some, like, 90s, early 2000s hardcore bands, too. Like, cool yeah, stuff. Like, they worked with HopeCon, American Nightmare. Yep. That's who, I, th- I think they put out two records with Equal Vision, at least. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. They yeah. put, out, put out two stuff. They, yeah. They um, had Converge. Modern Life is War. Yeah, Modern Life is War, Converge. Um, well, Conver- like, well, Modern Life is War was... Ten Yard Fight. Late 2000s, I think, by that point. It's, well, either way. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like they were kind of like the spot when like a hardcore band kind of got like big. They kind of like went to Equal Vision, it seems, for a while there. Um, but then yeah, they kind of they kind of went the victory route a little bit. It doesn't. I don't really follow them that much because it's not really. They definitely didn't sign as many bands or, or try as many different things though. Yeah, like it seems like they 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 dip their toes into some of that stuff. And they, I mean, Equal Vision is definitely not a hardcore label anymore. No, for sure. I think they what are they? They have Bane still. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might be it for, as, in terms of hardcore bands. Cool. And I guess maybe Fear Before the Much Flames, I feel like they're kind of a gray area. I don't even think they're a band. They also haven't been active, though, in, yeah, in like years. five years. Ryan, you said you wanted to talk about Touch and Go? Yeah, t- Touch and Go as well. They started out putting out all like the like all the Midwest hardcore in the 80s, like Negative Approach and The Fix and stuff like that, and then... Like the late 80s and stuff and early 90s, they they put out stuff like Slint and like now they do some like ratio stuff, but like now it's a lot of the stuff that they put out here and there. Like I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's random. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's interesting to see a label like that that's been around since kind of like 
DIY labels first started, still going. Yeah. Same thing with, with Discord. Yeah, Discord. Even, you know, Discord's more, way more active. Yeah. And, and whatnot. This, the Discord changes, it doesn't seem like totally insane or anything. Probably because you can see how, like, Ian's taste changed with the label, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, he was like, I feel like he was playing in those bands as, like, the Just label's tastes were changing as well. All that progression, essentially. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool. I, I don't know. Discord is pretty sick because from what I understand, like, isn't he still involved, like, fully? Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know. It's pretty cool that he's just. He still put out, like, local bands. Yeah, and he still plays in bands and stuff, too. Like, yeah. he does the evens and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's just, like, it's pretty cool how, like, true he has stayed to what he likes and his interests in music in general, I guess. Even though his tastes have changed. Yeah. But that's understandable. Yeah, I've, I haven't really kept up with the newer Discord yeah. stuff. I feel like Schultz, I feel like you have. Discord stuff, sort of. They put out the Red Hair album, which was pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's true. What else? Um, I think they did Office of Future Plans. Sounds about right. I think, I think they did, and that album was really solid, too. True that. Schultz, you said you wanted to mention uh, Jade, Jade Tree, Tree right? Yeah, because they had hardcore bands early on. Four Walls Falling. Mm-hmm. Of course, they did the Turning Point discography. They did, they did From Ashes Rise stuff, too. Did Which they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really cool. so, too. But, you know, I think they, over time, became way more known for uh, for their sort of tastemaker uh, status as, like, 90s emo forebears, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Seemed to work out for them, though. Yeah, yeah. Similar, similar to like Revelation. We were going to talk about them too, obviously. Yeah. Well, no, speaking of Jade Tree and Hardcore, though, they also yeah. put out, I think, a, a Damnation AD record as well, which yeah. is there you go. Pretty weird. When I think of Jade Tree, I do think <laughs> of like '90s emo. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> yeah, it's weird that a heavy metallic hardcore band from yeah. the '90s they worked S- with too. Sensitive melodic indie rock, but yeah, yeah. that's cool. Well, the dude who does Jade Tree did High Impact, right? Yeah. But like, he's obviously very firmly rooted in hardcore. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That's the thing with all of these, for the yeah, most part. You know, they're all... That's kind of the, the premise of this, is that they're all rooted in hardcore, yeah. you know, so... Um, and then, like, of all these, it's like Rev is sort of the only one you could really consider, like, is a hardcore label. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know, like... Still a hardcore Still? label. Yeah, like I don't think you're gonna consider Victory a hardcore label at this point. Yeah. Or, or like you said, Equal Vision, but Yeah, I don't know. I feel like as much as like I guess you can not really hardcore, I do think Run for Cover is still tightly at least the community, you know. Like I said, I think a lot of kids, same kids go to hardcore shows. Yeah, but I don't like know. a I lot think of Run it, for think, Cover no, shit. But RFC's its own world, but there's like some cross. But of, when it comes down to the definition of hardcore record label, fast music, that's true. Like Deathwish hardcore label. Yeah. I guess it's just because RFC, like not we're quite. not only are we friends with those guys, but we're like from the same city. You, yeah, Brian, yeah. you and I play in bands with with them. So like, I guess it's just it's hard to separate the, those worlds because yeah. we're around it so much. But I yeah, from an outside perspective, that's that's pretty true. Yeah, because Rev did outside the box stuff, obviously too, dabbling in like post hardcore yeah. and different stuff, especially you know. during the two thousand. They've come back to hardcore. They've come back almost strictly more recently. Yeah, yeah. very hard. Yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like they they were pretty inactive from like what oh six up until yeah. Ravel Mob put out like the Capital and Gracer albums and maybe Down to Nothing discography. Yeah, 
Then I think in between they they did some like discography press. They did like they did yeah. Peace and Judge and stuff like that. Bold too, right? Yeah, they did Bold. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. far as like new releases go, it was it was few far between. But yeah. now, yeah, now and they picked up Rafa Mob and everything. They put out that title fight seven inch. Yeah, Is that all they did with the title fight? Yeah, yeah just the EP. Yeah, but still, now they got Soul Search, mm-hmm. Give, Fourth Shoulder, Violent Reaction. Yeah, probably more fair assortment of stuff. Yeah, pretty cool. And I, yeah. I don't think you're going to see these other labels <laughs> do that anytime soon. Yeah, because yeah. Rev's an interesting story because they 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 have their early catalogs all like like the absolute classic like yeah. late '80s hardcore stuff. So like, yeah, they do have the the heavier set than anybody else probably. Yeah, so like, feel like with with that, you know, you're good. You're forever. good. For, you're good forever. You know, they tried they tried some other stuff and like. Some some of that like mid period like rev stuff I like too. A lot of it I don't mm-hmm. really care for, but it obviously didn't like stick like that stuff did. You know yeah. what I mean? But that stuff is such like there's such actual classics that yeah they're good. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You can't really like, taint your reputation that, that much. Yeah, it's like they have all those records, so they can try a bunch of weird shit yeah. and then come back and and pick up all the relevant good bands because they have yeah. those classic records. Whereas I mean, if Victory tried coming back doing their doing their thing, I don't. Yeah. I don't think too many bands would be would buy it. On, yeah, on I think the only that. way they could do it is just with money. You know, like yeah. offer a band who doesn't deserve a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. And like we have seen that kind of happen with some labels. I guess we also we wanted to tie in Bridge Nine to all of this because I feel like obviously that's at this what point, this all stems from. obviously we've we've already gone through twenty years as a label, and we we started off definitely as strictly a hardcore label and i i think we still are for the most part you know i think yeah i think our Nine's catalog at this point is like i don't know 90 percent yeah, hardcore, 90% hardcore. Our, our lineup now are like is still like a high percentage hardcore bands and we mostly we still mostly put out hardcore bands and the stuff we've like dipped our toes into has definitely been like pretty close to that you know it's like, all it's all at least rooted in yeah hardcore like punk, you know yeah there's a there's a bunch of crossover for this stuff i feel like you'd have to be a real like weirdo to say like i only listen to like hardcore like in its purest form you know like everybody <laughs> yeah. listens to different stuff and like a lot of times you find out about the other stuff because it's related you know it's a member of a band or they're touring with that band or something you know and yeah yeah and it's cool that we can be one of those labels who's branched out a little bit and, and, but also at the same time still be able to put out hardcore. I do think bridge nine is kind of unique and where like we are still mostly a hardcore label, but we also do. I'm afraid to try. Yeah. I'm afraid to try other things. things. And I'm, I remember Chris always said after he, after he put out a 100 solid hardcore records, he just wanted to put out whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. Which is cool. So he's definitely Definitely staying true to that, but also staying true to what the label is rooted in. Yeah, founded know? on. Definitely. Bridge Nine in itself, I feel like, had a, just a spe- not even just hardcore, but we had a specific sound for a while, too. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. we were the like. Early B9 stuff, the B9 sound, for sure. Yeah, early B9 stuff. And then, but even like when we really hit our stride with like the late 90s, early 2000s stuff, like, yeah. Bridge Nine, like, kind of owned early 2000s hardcore with. Just the classics, you know, the classic Bridge Nine stuff, and that kind of transformed into mid two thousand stuff. But um, then after that, we just decided to start doing our own things. Chris decided to start doing his own stuff, which is cool. 
And um, I guess the whole point of all this is that, like, people's tastes change and, like, labels reflect that, especially within, like, hardcore and punk, you know? Yeah. Because it's DIY for the most part, or it's very a very small operation, and it all found, it's, all this stuff is founded on people wanting to work with stuff they enjoy. I mean, Ryan, you started your own label recently, and it yep. seems like they pretty accurately reflect your taste for the most part. So, yeah. like... I mean, that's how, that's how, that's how it works. That's how a label should be. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you like. Yeah. And like, if you're like a normal person who like seeks new things, like your tastes change over time. Yeah. Five years from when you started that label, you want to try something else. 10 years later, you're definitely going to be doing something else. So it's cool. It's cool that some of this stuff. And I think it's obvious, like the labels who have changed with their tastes and the ones who have tried to just kind of like cash in and, and like follow trends. So it seems like, most most labels that are established and legitimate, what they, when they change with their their taste, they still continue to do well and are respected. Yeah, definitely, like but, it's it is sometimes pretty easy to see when <laughs> something is like contrived and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much everything we wanted to talk about with this. Thanks for listening so far. Last week was awesome. It was our first thousand plus listened to podcast, so that was really cool. Thanks for the guys. Over at Run for Cover for helping us out with that one. Yeah, we wanted to just direct you to iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review, throw us some stars, write something about us, tell your friends. iTunes is the, the spot to go for that. We also want to encourage you all to ask questions. We're doing Tumblr still, so you can go to bridge9, bridgenumeral9.com slash ask. Ask anything. We also wanted to take like suggestions for topics or possible guests, because sometimes we're... Uh, we uh we don't really know what to talk about, you know. Pick the brain, we yeah. Pick the brain. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear about. So like, yeah, I mean, if you're enjoying listening to the show, and there are certain things that you wish we touched on more, or or anything, or or guests, like, granted, we can't, we're not gonna be able to do everything, but we're gonna consider everything, and if it's workable, we'd love to make certain things happen. But yeah, that's been it. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. Peace.